Your life, would you risk that? These kids never been bad. 16 roll around with a big strap. Got him and he died from the impact. Deepest pain, what a mishap. Never worth it when you think back. You idolize the rappers that are wrong gun talk, but the lifestyle never lived that. Never did that. He didn't want no crud. No dead bodies and no blood. When a gunman only knows self hate, then bullets show no love. Oh, you thought you was grown, huh? Deal with it on your own, huh? Till you get caught from the old bill when a judge give your life like a grown up. Talk about it, I'll listen when you talk about it. Don't lie when you talk about it. I know you were lost inside and feel like no one cares about you. I do. Feels like no one loves you, I do. But it's gonna take more to break the cycle. Fuck trying to defend your title when you're cold and the rest cry. Another story here for the headlines. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter. Sitting along with my partner in podcasting, across from me, Eman Bates. The PIP, that is me, and we are back after a week hiatus from <laughs> episode, this is episode 91? 892. 92, oh <laughs> shit, all right. I think. Hey. <laughs> starting to lose track, know, that's a man. good thing. <laughs> I want to say, yeah, we're about to hit that 100 soon, about to yeah. hit that milestone. <laughs> yes, sir. So, yeah, uh, we have some guests here. Uh, I want to introduce Sin Crawford and Dame Black. What's going on, man? What up, though? Hey, yeah. What's so nice on? having I'm guests really back you, with us. I'm glad you... Dude, this is like two weeks in a row we <laughs> had guests, it. too. I it. makes me feel warm. Yeah. <laughs> How was you guys' 4th of July weekends? I was good, man. It was good, man. Just chilled out with the kids, man. That's yeah, good. That. Same with me, same with me. Chilled out with the kids. Yep. Nothing much. Same with me over at the nephews. I don't have my own kids, but hung out with my sister's kids. <laughs> well, I, I think I went to the drive-in or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, right. me, and, uh, me and my girl, we went to the drive-in on 4th of July. Oh, uh, that's that's movie. actually yeah. dope, bro. Yeah, shout out to Fort Wyoming. That Yo, that place crazy. is the best. Yeah, you can literally best. watch yeah, movies till the sun comes up if you want. They just keep running them. Yeah, we were there like 2 in the morning. We watched Zola and what was the other one? How was Zola? It was trash, to be honest with Straight you. Straight up. I, I did not like it. I love A24. A24, I love y'all to death, y'all movies. I, that Y'all did not hit on that one for that, me. That whole story takes uh, place, like, she's from Michigan, right? She's from like Detroit. a Detroit thing? Yeah, she's from, no, it takes place in Miami. What is so the, the whole, whole like, premise what is of like the, it? Yeah, tell me what so it's about. So it was all based on a Twitter thread, right? And the whole premise of the movie was she gets hit up by a friend of hers or something like that to come, hey, you want to make some real money? She's a Hooters waitress, by the way. Okay. If you want to make some uh, real money, you know, you can come strip for a weekend or something like that. I got a guy, like, down here, make some real money in Miami. So they drive down there. It's, like, her, her boyfriend, and, like, some guy who you turn out to find out is a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty much, like, you just slowly find out that it's not stripping. They just, they, you know, fucking for money yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. It's like an es- well, that's, escort. That's Sorry. The movie. Uh, there yeah. was all kinds of buzz it's, around it. Cause yeah, it's like based a, on a true story. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was like a Twitter thread all. that blew up. Like, Zola, the person, like, she was on Ebro. Yeah. Uh, that, that's kind of how yeah. I heard, like, the actual story mm-hmm. when I, okay. saw, I just saw the movie. Yeah. But uh, she, uh... I guess she put it on Twitter, like, the whole story, what happened from, like, start to finish. And then I forgot the girl's name, the white girl that was with her. Uh, anyway, I forgot her name, but she was coming in with her story, so they put it on, I want to say it was a Reddit or Tumblr, one of those, like, blog post websites. It's like, no, this would actually happen. 
and grew up and became like one of the most like viral tweets. Like every tweet was getting retweeted like a million sometimes. That's crazy. That's crazy. It was insane. So that's nuts. And then they got approached. She did a movie, and now we're here talking about it. <laughs> yeah, Give her a free based press. On factual content. <laughs> <laughs> did she go into prostitution? No, that is right. the real question. Hey, you know, on your, I'm all for women owning their bodies and stuff like that. Like, hey, Which do you? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Pro sex workers that's union. That's fine. <laughs> well, anyways, that was um, to start off the podcast with that I played there for you. That was Little Sims out of the UK featuring Chronics. Um, usually, I have some kind of reason why I start a podcast with a certain song, but I really don't today. I just fucking been listening to a lot of Little Sims lately, and I think like you know we talk about how we like explore different shit with our something old segment. And last week we or last month we did a lot of the LGBTQIA people uh, out of Pride Month. And I think this month I'm going to do classic rock. But, man, I've been listening to so much UK shit lately that I think next month might be a you bunch might of UK go artists. Like, I'm going to say, if you want to go UK, go like, uh, not grunge, but what is it? Like, say like. I think I'm going to go UK rap, honestly. UK rap? Because Lil Sims, bro, she's so fucking fire, man. I like, Dave, I really like her. I yeah, I was feeling that. <laughs> yeah. Dave is a slow tie. I mean, there's a lot of Yeah, UK there's a lot. Artists, there's yeah. a lot of dope UK shit, so. Yeah, that was that track to start it off. Oh, the song's called Wounds, by the way. I was thinking like punk rock, by the way. I was thinking like Ramones or something like that. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool, that. We just signed a punk rock band, man. <laughs> really? Yeah, CC oh, Potato, man. Y'all look them up. Go, oh, shit. Go, go watch Flamingo Motel. The, the video, like, just watch it. That's okay. all I'm going to say. Say the name of the group again. CC Potato. CC Potato. Okay. Hell yeah. That's tight. Well, anyways, before we get into um, interviewing these fellas here, I think we should have E-Man introduce the beer so we can sip on a little beer while we're talking. I'm already ahead of you because I was thirsty. (laughs) 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 All right, so over from our friends at Witch's Hat Brewing in South Lyon, we have the Three Chords Kolsch. I love the Kolsch style in general just because it's light, it's crispy for your craft beer, you know, for your beer drinker that's really not familiar with craft beer. It's like a good, like, intro into craft beer. Uh, the only thing about Kolsch's is, and this is for people that are not familiar with the beer scene, a true Kolsch is only brewed in Cologne, Germany, because they have specific water and stuff like that that's mm-hmm. in it. So literally, something's in the water to make it a true Kolsch. This is good. So, too. but yeah, this like the Kolsch style. I mean, Witch's Hat hit this on the head. Uh, it's like one of my favorite summertime beers, just to have in general. So, uh, five percent ABV, no IBU, so it's not really bitter. Uh yeah, dopest label I've seen in a minute. This on is the dopest. Label, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really tight. This is dope. Which we talk about all the time, and yeah, and Artwork. as we always do on here, um, as we're trying out the beer, we like to acknowledge the birthdays of some of the uh, musicians and uh, celebrities that we like, and um, also acknowledge the deaths. I'm gonna save the deaths till after because I want to talk about this story that happened in Manny Legacy's house a little bit. But celebrating more life, uh, we had a shitload of birthdays this week. Um. Rapper, I guess you would call her rapper, S- singer maybe, sweetie, sweetie. <laughs> turned uh, 28. She's one of those switch hitters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. I don't really know much of her music, so if, if I play one of her songs that sucks, uh, my bad. I just don't really listen to Sweetie like that. But, <laughs> but happy birthday nonetheless to Sweetie. Um, happy birthday to our hometown hero and, um, you know, one of my favorite rappers of all time, Royce the Five Nine. Oh, hell yeah. Turned happy 44. Nickel. <laughs> Also keeping it in Detroit, we had Bizarre turned 45. Hey. Shout out to Bizarre. Hey, shout out to Bizarre, man. He been working with me, no shot that. That's the videographer oh, yeah, for our yes. label, man. Go oh, check nice. Hell out yeah. on uh, World Star. They just dropped a joint with Frenchie about a month ago. Oh, nice. Yeah. I see Bizarre sometimes in Detroit. I saw him walking into Comerica Bank the other day when I was driving by. I'm like, hey, that's 
bizarre. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Kevin Hart turned 42 last week, so happy birthday, Kevin Hart. Uh, 50 Cent turned 45. Okay. Uh, Inspector Deck out of Wu-Tang Clan turned 51. Um, Olympic athlete, as we're about to go into the and, Olympics. And I think that's a Michigan resident, too, by the way. Who is? Mike Phelps. He lives in Michigan? I, I think he, I think he's from here. I didn't know that. <laughs> really? I got to look that I, up. I know he, he trained in Ann Arbor. Oh, I, I think he tra- trained in Ann Arbor. I, okay. I but anyways, that's crazy. Yeah. He's still only 36 years old, which is oh, fucking wow. mind-blowing. So happy birthday him. Another, man, there's a lot of rap legends that have birthdays in the same week. Uh, Missy Elliott turned 50. Oh, wow. Um, wow. The, the most legendary boxer of all time, Mike Tyson, turned 55. Oh, wow. Well, him and Muhammad Ali, but one of the most. Yeah. <laughs> Floyd. Um, Party Next yeah. Door turned 28, which is mind-blowing. I thought he was older than that. Um, my man Larry David, creator of Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm, turned 74. Uh, the craziest nerd in the hip-hop world of interviewing, Nardwar, turned 53. is the king of interviews. Yeah. And then, oh, and then last dope. but not least, the fucking the wizard behind Wu-Tang Clan himself, the RZA, also had a birthday, and he turned 52. So shout out to all those guys. We're going to get to playing some of this music while we try up some of this beer. So let's, let's lead it off with, oh, actually, I know this song, so I'll play this one. I can't go wrong with Lil Sweetie and Doja Cat. <laughs> Here's best friend. <laughs> I hear this one on the internets, <laughs> on those, on the social medias. Shout out to Doja Cat too. Her fucking album is dope. I really like it. That my best friend. She a real bad bitch. Got her own money. She don't need no nigga on the dance floor. She had two, three drinks. Now she twerking. She throw it out and come back in. That's my best friend. She a real bad bitch. Drive her own car. She don't need no lift in a strip club. I love this fucking song. This might be my album, bro. Yeah. So cool. Look at Ryan, right? Yeah. Oh yes. This one's for those of you just ain't woke yet. Hotel. You rich, but you broke, nigga. Just don't know yet. Hotel. These rappers ain't woke yet. Security back them. Hotel. Hotel. Come to Detroit with that. Oh, yes. That's a toe tech. Okay. Might as well have Mayweather back you at a black match of protest. That's that writer check you can't cash. I might have to collect. That's that your ass is bleeding. That's that Kotex. I massacre your whole rap allegiance. Oh yes, this one's for little bro who big bro ain't come back from the store yet. Hotel, I'm here for blessing, sent my direction. No less. This one's for those who don't know they pops not invincible yet. Trick bitches, hoes that don't know just how nasty they are. They out here wearing the same tongue ring. They ain't changed from ten nicks ago yet. Hopefully that scope on that AR don't take my focus to places where I put fakers in comas longer than they like it's all B, but it's not all B. My favorite song with Bizarre on it, even though his verse on this song is fucking disgusting. <laughs> Here's a little bit of Amityville. What, is there? I mean, what was yeah, our yeah, verses? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's not many. There's not many. This, this probably is one of his best songs. He kind of spitting on it. The new stuff he got though. He kind of like in the pocket on it. Oh, yeah. He's kind of in the pocket on the on the new stuff he shot. Yeah. 
even know it's disgusting. No more beer for you. Slip my mother's throat. Gross. Got some slim Sadie just signed it in his throat. She remember me. And a little bit of 50 cents. The hardest song on the Miles soundtrack. Right here. Hey, Miles soundtrack. Hey, Miles soundtrack is so good, bro. It's so good. Wow, man. It's dope. I like the A-Miles soundtrack. Protect your neck to celebrate uh, Inspector Deck and Rizzo. Yo, what's up, man? So Cooling, man. Chilling, chilling. Yo, you know I had to call. You know why, this right? My favorite deck versus ever. Yo, it's I so crazy. Never, it's so crazy. That's why I had to play it. Yeah. You know what I want to hear, right? What you want to hear? Can't sleep on deck. Inspector Deck, bro. Top tier Wu-Tang for sure. He don't get enough credit. Here we go. Top tier lyricist. Smoking Joe Frazier, the Hellraiser, raising hell with the flavor. Terrorize the jam like troops in Pakistan. Swinging through your town like your neighborhood Spider Man. So on, tick tock and keep ticking. Well, I get you flipping off the shit I'm kicking. The Lone Ranger, co wet, danger. Deep in the dark with the art to rip the charts apart. The vandal, too hot to handle your battle. You're saying goodbye like Devin Campbell. Rock neck, Inspector Dex on the set. The rebel, I make more noise than heavy metal. The way I make the crowd go wild. Sit back, relax. Smile. Ray got it going on, pal. Call me the rap assassinator. Rhymes rugged and built like Schwarzenegger. And I'ma get mad deep like a threat. Blow up your project, then take all your assets. Cause I came to shake the frame in half with the thoughts that bomb. Shit like math. So if you wanna try to missy missing meaner. Korekara minna de mechakcha odotte sawago sawago. This reminds me of that shit from uh this reminds me of the scene from uh 40 year old version where that chick's all wasted driving him home in the fucking car and this song is playing she's all over the goddamn road. You remember the movie Boat Trip with Cuba Gooding Jr. back in the day? Yeah, kind of. Remember that song like when they were like, Mississippi putting it down. I'm the hottest ground. I told y'all mother y'all can stop me now. Listen to me now. I'm lasting 20 rounds and if you want me, then come on get me now. Is you with me now? Him and Pharrell around this time, and then yeah, Kanye throw that Kanye in there with Jess Blaze. And then last but not least, party next door. Please don't play R. 
gorgeous. Okay, I love this song. Right, anyway. <laughs> gotta get real again. Gotta get real again. Oh, you got niggas, and I got bitches. That's actually is my favorite party. Song. You got niggas. Maybe Drake just do a help album together because they always sound dope on the record. Him and him. You got this. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's pretty much it. That's Drake's writer, right? Just turn up on the Nah, that ain't what they say. That's what it is. We know. The only thing about Drake, Drake will take your style and make it better. Huh? What'd you say? I said Drake in the weekend for a minute. Oh yeah, yeah for yeah, sure, for weekend. sure. Him and Party used to write together too, didn't they? I mean, they were around the same time. Yeah, that's, that's what I, I get them confused. Yeah. <laughs> oh, part, oh, party next door the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I get them confused all the time. They're yes, very similar. You were correct about the sweatshop. When I heard about Miles and Jordan sleeping in tents in the studio, I'm like, damn, y'all can't get them cats to the hotel. Shit, like, I need that. Like, oh, you, that sounds dope. Let me, let me get that. Man. Okay, <laughs> before we move on to the or talking about the beer, I have to make a correction because I made an epic fuck up as a music nerd last week. We were playing Memphis Bleak and Jay-Z, Dear Summer. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, Kanye Shit. killed this beat. And then I'm like, I went home and I'm like, that's not, I'm like, that predates Kanye. It's just Blaze, bro. So my apologies <laughs> to just Blaze. It's just Blaze that fucking murdered that amazing beat. So and quick fact check. Uh, Michael Phelps is from Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. Oh, yeah. I thought I was going to say, I didn't know that he was a Michigan boy. He did train, so, in, he did train in Ann Arbor. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right about that. But, um. This beer or this beer is pretty tasty. It's it like uh, just like a light kind of lagery exact, tasting that's type a of coach. beer. Yeah, that's a standard <laughs> coach for you. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's, it's nice it, and easy it ain't to drink. Like any other beer I tasted, I can say that. Like, yeah, for know, sure, it's pretty good. Definitely on the craft side. Um, I don't really. There's not like it's kind of nice that we don't have like a super fruity beer for a change. It's like the first we, one that's we, not like. Well, here's why. Because I know you've been on a sour kick recently, mm -hmm. so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna throw a little bit more sours in there. I was actually gonna throw a curveball and do a stout today, uh -huh. but I decided not to because I'm like. I don't know. I'll start some go over with everybody. I would have loved to yeah. stop. I was uh, swear. I was I like, this nigga about to have the hardest beer ready. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Damn it! I should have got something crazy. I, like I had, it, I had it in the fridge ready to go too, and I'm like, nah. Bro, honestly, on this podcast is like the only time I've been drinking beer lately. So like, just to get back into pre-pandemic shape, I cut out alcohol like Monday through Friday because. I got into a bad habit of having, you know, like two, three beers a fucking night at least. And I'm like, I need to, I need to switch this shit up. So, so I haven't been drinking Monday through Friday, so I either just drink on like Saturday night or I have this beer on the podcast. So it's the like White I haven't Claws even drinking that much. Yeah, the White Claws is what I've been buying on Saturday. That's what I drink on Saturday nights usually. But, White um, Claws. Yeah, last night I didn't even drink any of them because I just fucking fell asleep like immediately after I got home. But yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I like it, dude. I would definitely drink this. No, beer this again. is no. yeah, Kosh is like one of my favorites, especially this time of year. Like, which is well, not you know being shitty outside with the weather and everything yeah. like that. But like when it's summer, like eighty nine degree weather, this is the type of beer you want to drink. Yeah, because it's, sure. it's it's light. It's not it's not heavy. Yep. Mm. Yeah. So I try to go with something yeah. fair today. I'm like, hey, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fuck up your palates today. <laughs> 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 my dog. All right, well, moving on, I want to kick it over to E-Man so he can tell everybody about um, how our guests on the show came about um, and how we've met them. You know, we've got, um, like, thir three degrees of separation here with it a I little bit. I think I can <laughs> shout out, you know what, son? I think I can shout out Uncle P and uh, Joe Commission. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's, I think shout that's how Detroit we connected. Rap. Detroit shout Rap. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out to Uncle P, man. That's the big home. Shout out to DetroitRap.com. They actually just did a write-up on 
Me and Sin and our Oh, did they really nice? They do great work over there, man. Shout out to Detroit Rap. I really like their shit. That's like low key, like really the biggest blog in Michigan. Like the print side. You know what I'm saying? Like cats just be sleeping on it, bro. Oh, yeah. We kind of found out they were a little bit of a big deal when E Manor and I were trying to get, like, we were trying to go see Common once and they were like, oh, we got a couple tickets for you. Here you guys go. We went to Common. Yeah, man. So. We linked through that, and then like later in, I think what a year, year and a half ago, we had Swope and uh, yep, Kawhi kid, on here. Kid mm-hmm. Swope and Kawhi Simpson, yeah. what's up, nah? What's yep. going on? Yeah, Kawhi Simpson, greatest engineer in the world, man. You hey. feel me? And now we here. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, Damon Sin. I want to talk, Dan. It's my first time meeting you too, yeah, man. Hey, so bro. I want to say welcome to the show. Thank I mean, you. you were always like kind of a part of it, but yeah. never really <laughs> physically here. So, but yeah. your presence was always here. I do want to get into this project, man. So let's talk about Bob Williams and okay. everything that's going. So what's the? Uh... Yeah, hold it up for the camera. <laughs> oh, for you guys Williams. listening at home, y'all can't see it, but we just held the cam- We just held the album cover up. Yes, sir. I want to talk in, like about the just the idea of the project, like what went into it, like what. So what? What am I listening to? What am I expecting to listen to? Um, <clears throat> before we start any of this, we got to shout out Oob. Oob B sixteen. Yeah. Um, Oob did a, a um a thing on. Um, YouTube, uh, um, I'm sorry, Facebook called B16s competition. Where he was linking, um, linking rappers up with producers, and he would hand pick them and or pick them out of hat, however it would go. And through all that process, what he was trying to do was actually link people up to build relationships. So out of that, we end up linking together to do a song or a two. And it just it went further than that's that, dope. so mm-hmm. that's the beginning of Dame Black and Sin Crawford. Okay, um, Bob Williams a little bit different. Like, <laughs> that's that's a little bit different. Um, we just me and me and me and bro vibe like since we started doing music that became my brother beyond music, so that's my dog. But um, this is a little bit different because <clears throat> it's experience. Like it's not just music. Like we take. People on the ride. Bob Williams is a guy that uh, <laughs> Bob Williams was a drug user, man, mm-hmm. like a famous drug user because he worked for NASA at one point in time, and he actually died. The first person to die of a robotic engineering accident wow. in Michigan, Whoa. Flat Rock, Michigan. First wow. person to ever in the world die from a robotic engineering huh. accident. That's crazy. Dan so, was keeping the PG thirteen. He smoked crack. Yeah, <laughs> he smoked crack. big rocks. You know what I'm saying? His Wait, record was four. What was it? Fourteen hundred in a day. Yeah, what you said, yeah. man? When's uh? When, what what time frame was this? Like seventies, eighties, eighties. When yeah. like crack, uh, crack, crack, crack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can I tell you something real. you don't know about me? Joe yeah. Rogan, so you, smoke rocks. Why? <laughs> so you can look the interview up. He got an interview on Facebook. Like it's I mean, on, YouTube. on YouTube. Oh, I'm sorry. Look up Bob Williams 1981 interview. And yeah, it's gone. It's the funniest shit in the world. Yeah, but it's sad and it's inspiring. It's a lot of things mm-hmm. in yeah. one because it's like he was a for real crackhead. Like he was like, I could get a fifty thousand dollar a year job. And I just won't go to work. Yeah. I, yeah. I go to work three days, three days and then yeah. I'll go smoke crack. Yeah. But he said, I can just go get another job. Yeah. It, was, it was just wild. Because <laughs> he was crazy. an engineer. So, you know, his experience is into that project because, you know, with his grittiness in the production and my grittiness with the music and the rap, like it's more of a reality rap mixed with the hip hop. And it's, it's dope. So it's more of an experience. He's kind of, um, what, what would you call it? Like, he was like an intelligent street dude, and that's what like like Dame is a very smart artist. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, like the thing about Dame that I like working with him is he for real puts all of his verses together in his head. He doesn't write it down. So when I send him beats, he'll call me like a day and a half later and it'll be like, just listen to this. And he'll just start rapping. And he'll be like, this is where I'm going. I'm, I'm like, I ain't got to say nothing, bro. Keep going. Before yeah. you know it, he come back to the studio. He'll walk back and forth for five minutes and say, all right, I'm ready. Go in, shoot off, and it's done. That's it's, it's just, it's organic. It's like the it's like the relationship every producer is looking for. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? You looking for that artist where you can just give him the beat and yes. just wait for them to come back, and then we put it all together in the studio. It's like super fun. Yeah. Yep. You just give him the ball and he run with it, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's funny when there's artists like that, too. It's funny that you mentioned that because I was just watching a little interview with DJ Premier, and they were asking him about his uh, sessions doing Unbelievable with Big. And he was like, you know, we were in there working, mostly constructing the beat for most of the day. And we were in there, you know, eight, nine hours. And at this point, I hadn't seen Big write nothing down. So I'm like, you know what, let's just... Let's call it a session. We'll come back tomorrow and we'll cut your vocals. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm done. He's like, I, I just finished. He's like, I've been writing. He's like, I'm ready to go right now. And he's That's like, oh, dope. word? All right. And they laid down the verse one take for Unbelievable and just like that. That's insane. Yeah. Fucking crazy. That's dope. See, <laughs> see, a fun fact, this studio we in, they have a tape machine. So for all of you young brothers out there, like back in the days, they couldn't just... Hey man, stop! Let me punch in. Yeah. That oh. was a whole ordeal. Like Real when real. I when I heard Noriega oh, say, <laughs> even Noriega, he was like, we had to rap our verses and choruses from front to back. Yeah, punch in. What's punch in? Mm -hmm. I rap my song from start to finish. Right. And as an MC, that's like an extra level of skill. You know mm -hmm. what I'm right. saying? Absolutely. No, it's just like actually like finding like the format too. and yeah. everything like that to actually get the chorus down and everything. That's why sound, songs are sound so gritty too. I mean, that was before you know. All the effects and shit we do now, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. Shout out to Nori, by the way. I really cannot wait for him and Beanie Siegel to have their versus battle. That shit's gonna be so fun. <laughs> yeah. so, e man, who you got? Who you got, E man? I, if it comes down to performance, Nori. But if it's all strictly catalog, Beans. Now you can't. You can't. You actually, we can't do that. See, I feel we the opposite way. Beans can't perform. That's why that's I'm true. like, that's that's why I'm trying perform. to take that into consideration. Like, that's why I almost don't want it to happen just yeah. because of that. So it almost takes away from it. it so I'm like, Ugh. this is this is why you Nori might win only because none of Beanie's music is. If you got to get, it's not going to sound the same, man. Also, there's also the fact that when it comes down to these versus battles, a lot of times it feels and it plays into like the beat that you're feeling. And Nori's got yeah. all them Pharrell Ooh. and Neptune's beats and shit. Ooh. Beans has got a lot of shit too, but Even Be Beans has got all the Neptunes. well. They both I got mean, a lot of street records because I mean, Nori's yeah, got all the war like report. A lot of, like, there's some Jess Blaze <laughs> shit there. There's probably some Kanye stuff in there. So. Yeah. Even before that though, like even if you don't respect him as the best rapper, mm -hmm. bro, like he got some primo beats from back then. Mm -hmm. yep. He got some hard beat blood money. Like he got some hard original beats original blood. Seagull was the name that they gave. Me. <laughs> yeah, so. But uh, Siegel, man, when, he, when he was rapping, rapping before his air. voice got fucked out, he, his voice cut like man, a knife, bro. Man. I feel <laughs> like it's a it's the <laughs> verses added an extra dynamic because now verses is like a real public platform. So like yeah. people that don't really listen to hip hop might just tap in because it's mm -hmm. verses. Right, they gonna be going for hits. Beans really didn't have the hits compared to Nor. You know what mm -hmm. I'm right. saying? But rap wise, Beans will smoke. Now, more, if you, you know I mean, that's the thing. Like he had a few with Jay though. With Jay, yeah, he did. He yeah. Did. What he, he got by himself though? Yeah. Yeah. No offense Fill to me. In the air, that ain't no hit record, bro. What hit does he have? That's a hit. That's a hit to the streets, man. That shit didn't touch. I mean, it won't go. It won't go. 
That, that, that single, album. I think that's a that commercial record. Really I think that's a commercial record. I, like record. Yes, I, I don't like, know if it went flat, but it went go. I'll look into so. it. I'm gonna look up the numbers on that. I think that's a commercial record. Yeah, person. I would think when, it, that, when it comes. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, 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 I was just gonna say when it comes to these versus battles, when it's rapper versus rapper, I don't think the commercial ones even hit as hard. I feel like it really the street records play out harder in these versus battles. Because look what happened with Fab and Jada. I was just Jada was watched Oh god, <laughs> I was just about to say that. Yeah. Yep, Jada I mean, fucking yeah. killed Jada him on just street Jada records. Watched him, and he didn't play really that. M- I mean, Jada. Com- let's keep it real, bro. Jada early commercial records suck. Mm-hmm. Like yes. his oh, yeah. early commercial records are oh, whack. Yeah. You had to go to like why. And all that, like, kind of Rockefeller era. Was that Kiss era. of Death? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's Rockefeller yep. era. That's yep. when he yep. kind of was hitting a little bit. Maybe the one before that, but, yeah. you know. I'm excited to see it play out, though. Like, they just had, um, they called them on uh, the Rory and Malls podcast, and they were just talking about it. So it seems like it actually is in the books. Like, it's going to happen. I wanna, yeah, I think uh, it is. Yeah. There was also two verses that happened while we were off. Oh yeah, and I didn't see either one I, of them. I saw I saw one of them. I didn't see the Keith Sweat Bobby uh Bobby Brown one. Yeah. That's the one I didn't see and I kinda wanted to see. I heard that Keith Sweat washed Bobby Brown, and that's mostly cut off a of performance because Bobby Brown's like kind of you know out of shape these days. I think it's just so. based on how they look. Yeah. Like Keith Sweat still looks <laughs> oh, like he's like man. thirty. I, that's bro. what I've heard. <laughs> I heard that was the opposite. I heard Bobby washed no, Keith. I've heard no, 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 no. Keith washed him. Oh, for real? That's what I heard. Yeah. Bobby was out there looking Listen, bad. Oh, bro, uh, he's real fat. Was get, he was getting on, Keith Sweat was getting on stage right. He didn't even have to say anything like before they were screaming like he was just playing beats like before he even get to. Like I'm like, yeah, this is uh, over. He ain't even said a word. <laughs> Everybody like Keith Sweat. <laughs> Keith Sweat still has women like on lock oh, too. Like yeah. my yeah. ex girlfriend oh, was like obsessed with the. You know how they play the Keith Sweat show so on? Like, probably. She'd be like, she'd like, she would like make me not be quiet in the car. She's like, no, Keith Sweat's on. You got shut, shut fuck up. The show's on. I'm like, yeah, God, I want to listen to Keith Sweat yeah. pillow talk me right now. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of. I, I told my. I told my wife. I'm like, that's how that's gonna go. Like, she like, no, nah, Bobby got a chance. I'm like, Bobby got okay. records, man. He got He's so ready. many records. It's just that we did go uh, out in the quite, quite honestly, in my personal opinion, I think Bobby Brown has way better music than Keith Sweat. I agree. That just personally, I agree. for me, just, I me think Keith Sweat washed him in the verses because yeah. of Easy. like going to get Appeal. together live. It's different. Yes. <laughs> Keith Sweat, a lot of Keith Sweat's Easy. like Keith Sweat bread and butter is the slow jams. You know what yeah. I mean? Like super slow classic yeah. style R and B shit. So. Yeah. What y'all think about Bow Wow versus Solo? I cannot I wait it. to talk I about it. this. Holy shit! Oh my god. Uh, first of all, <laughs> Romeo showed up. I, I do want to. I did see that. Romeo yeah. showed up. Yeah. That was dope. I, I. It was the most. It was just as entertaining than I thought it was gonna be. Both are honestly. If it wasn't for the fuck shit they do in their personal situation, I think that's because of just becoming young and famous and rich, young, and then you get into a lot of stuff like that. They are both legends to me personally in their respective like eras i would say like mm-hmm. bow wow came a little bit before soldier boy but soldier boy was really the first one to do and i hate ah man i almost i gotta give soldier boy his flowers but he was the first one to really take advantage of like the internet like that i would say yeah, like, with li- yeah. like lime wire and all that that yeah. was yeah Bow Wow you know, was Bow Wow was enormous in music though, like for a minute. Beware of the dude. dog. Like, yeah, when, yeah, that when he when he that shit came out, Snoop Dogg, and then he was on the Big Mama's House soundtrack with that fucking video where he's riding around the little yeah. fucking scooters and shit. Yeah. He's like thirteen uh-huh. years old. <laughs> as far as kid rappers at that time, he yeah. was like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was sure. it was between him and Romeo. Like I mean, Romeo came around dude, that time. Shout, too, but, yeah. 
Speaking of Romeo, shout out to the whole Miller family. I think Master P and the Millers Ooh, might have the genius. craziest hustler blood Man. in them of all time. Yeah. His yeah. fucking kid just, just signed a $2 million dollar contract Percy now that Miller? college athletes can make money and oh, shit. Man, that's beautiful. Oh, and he has not it. played a college game yet. Nope. nope. <laughs> this is mine. Nope. He ain't played one yet, Sam. So they don't know how he's going to play in college. They don't know how. We got the money, though, man. We got to say, well, that's Secure the bag. That's crazy, Master P fucking created no limit off a van selling CDs out the back of a truck. He bought his first like what? He bought his first like van at, or yep. store at nineteen, right? Yeah. No, he yeah. bought the that was the store. It was a van. He it was, was off of, around um, and they cut records in the van. His grandfather or something left him some <laughs> yeah, money. His grandfather passed yep. away and left him ten thousand. He yep. was in Richmond, California. Yep. yep. That's, yeah, that's where the West dope. Coast bad boys come from. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, and then he's also responsible for kind of like giving fucking Snoop his career back because Snoop's Master career P. was in the yeah. dumps and fucking yeah. he gave Snoop Truth. a house, yeah. gave him like two million dollars, fucking moved his whole family to New Orleans and yeah. shit. I seen an Rap interview snack. with Snoop, bro, and this is what Snoop said. Snoop was like, when I went to No Limit, everybody had a bank account, they had a house that they own, mm -hmm. they had a car. They had guns. He was like, "Shit, man, I, I, I was in heaven." You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 I didn't like Master P is literally in every artist, especially in hip hop. We have to thank him. Oh, absolutely. For, for like breaking the chains because he really put the power back in our hands mm -hmm. and gave us the chance to like really make some money. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like that's that's P all day, dude. I think it, I think they said in '96. He produced and put out 26 albums on fucking No Limit Records that fucking year. <laughs> yeah, and I bought probably 10 of them motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, for man. sure. And How he many was No Limit joints you bought, fucking... Dave? None. Look at that. Now y'all hear what Dave said? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, at that time being, like, I, I was deep into Wu-Tang. Like, you couldn't tell me nothing. Like, mm -hmm. I was listening to everything. <laughs> they was dropping Wu-Tang, Nas, Jay. I really wasn't listening to what East Coast. I mean, um. Uh, down soft music. It was kind of taboo for a minute. Like a lot of like the purists that were into like New York hip hop and shit, like shit all over Cash Money and No Limit. Yeah. Like they were not fucking with that at all until yeah. much nope. later on. Nope. Nope. I remember hearing, I remember seeing uh, an interview with Peter Rosenberg, who's on Hot 97, talking about how he was on college radio back then and he snapped a Master P album in half on the air. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I did, I got a little bit of a fact check. I just pulled up. So <laughs> fill it in the air, right? Mm -hmm. uh, peaked at number 13 on the Billboard charts, uh, the Billboard Hip Hop R&B charts. Okay. I'm just okay. saying. That's okay. high. Okay, okay, <laughs> Beans. Okay, okay. That's, that's definitely commercial. Yeah. That's commercial. But he, so. listen, listen. Beans had an okay commercial career if you leave it up to where he was at. Mm -hmm. Like where he was at in the position he was in, the singles he was on. The, the placements Jay placed State on. Property is a hood classic. Thank you. Oh, that's, that's classic. classic. That's classic. He had that's an no okay argument. commercial <laughs> career if you think about it. Uh, okay, he had movies, two movies. Yeah. One was you in the movie theater. You I, I don't think the first you state property down. was, but the second yeah. one. No, was the in first the state property, all his state properties was, was in the movie. I used to yeah, work both, at the yeah, movie. The first oh, yeah. two. Were, he had a pretty state property. Got a crazy soundtrack too. All three of his movies were major theatrical releases. You know what I'm saying? Like he really did the movie like. That was Jay-Z and Dame's movies because they yeah. didn't do shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, Nor right. Nori was in the second one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was yeah, funny. That was kind of Yeah. He had an okay commercial oh, career. Oh, yeah. Wasn't we got a second one filmed in Detroit? I'm not not sure. all of it. I want to say I remember hearing Nori on an interview talking about being in Detroit for his scenes in the second state prop. Maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Could have been. It was definitely something that Nori was on that was filmed in Detroit where he was talking about like... Uh, 
like how like Trick Trick came and like you know just like welcomed them with open arms when they oh, first yeah. came into the city. I, I oh, thought he was talking about state property too, but maybe not. I can't remember. But um, anyways, you guys want to let's move on into this something old, something new segment that Eman and I always run each week. Which, if you guys are unfamiliar with it, each week we talk about you know something that's. It doesn't have to be super old, but it can be as far as 50 years to five years ago, and then something that's new, either new to us, some shit that we never heard before, or something that came out within like the last week or two. Um, we have a lot of fun going back and forth, playing the music and talking about it and shit. And um, I started it off with something old last week, so I'll kick it to E to start it off this week. You realize I got to do my intro, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're not going to be past that. All right, so this is about to get real annoying for y'all. I'm going to just be honest. This is like more like me and Neil's thing. You ready? Eric, you ready? You got it? Something, something, no, no. Something, something, new, new, new. We reverb the fuck out of that. It's going to sound dumb. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So, for my something old, right, Mm -hmm. I decided because I was really in an interesting... Because it was a TikTok thing, actually, and I don't don't really fuck with TikTok like that, Mm -hmm. but it was a TikTok joke going around about uh, Birdman, and I was was like, it was just like old lyrics and stuff like that that was going on, like... I can't believe someone let shit let they fly. Oh. <laughs> I, I know exactly what he about to play. <laughs> I know that shit was what. So I went for two. So <laughs> I went to the year two thousand for this big oh, time shit. era. Oh shit! I got that work. The big time was out with Manny Fresh and Birdman. Oh. Specifically, number one stunner. You know exactly oh. where I think. You know exactly <laughs> where I'm going with that, right? Hey. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I had uh, to listen to the whole album. I'm like, God, dude, I forgot all about this era. Yeah. Like, just like, yeah. not I forgot about it, but I like I haven't Trash. listened to it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is more of like a, yeah, it's more of like a ironic thing. I was saying away. <laughs> the <laughs> funniest the era for album covers ever, dude. It I is, love man. Fucking, oh man, you know, I, I love, money, no I love that Twenty One so Savage did that. By the way, <laughs> like, for, uh, oh yeah, that was yeah, that me too. Nah, man, I do want to talk about just this project for a minute. That line threw me off so what much. What is the line? Did you say it already? No. Oh, okay. You want to pull up number one stunner? Yeah. Yeah, I got it up. Should it's I like rolling up your lip. Like, I don't even kind of want to say it. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Like, I, I, I refuse to I'm say it. I'm not going to say it. I refuse well, to say line. it. I don't even exactly. remember the line you're talking about. I can't even remember the line you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. I used to know this song verbatim when I was talking You got to think about it. Like So 2000, so I was what? Like... No, it was Just 
Tower situation. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. However, <laughs> however, it's too close. It's too Fuck. close. He sounded very like comfortable it. with I that. I don't like it. <laughs> he likes it. He said that's what he likes. I to do, know y'all right? remember the picture <laughs> when him and Lil Wayne is yeah. kissing and yeah. Dog is in the background like. And we never seen him around Cash Money ever again. <laughs> that's hilarious. So yeah, that was my something old. Man, I'm right. I heard that. I'm, I had to I'm go back and listen to it. I'm like, oh man, I forgot all about this. Shit. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you the truth, bro. Like during that time, I hated that shit. I was like, I, I used to tell people like that shit was whack. I always gave Manny Fresh his props, but I said, if you can't rap equal or better to me, then I ain't fucking with you. And they couldn't rap. <laughs> I would have no. smoked him when I was 16. Nah, Birdman was always more of like an industry behind the scenes guy. He kind of reminds me of like. I would say almost like a West Side Gun type deal. Like, yeah, where, but but West Side Gun can rap, though. Yeah. But he's like one of those guys, like, okay, I'll y'all do some stuff just to be like the front guy of it, but I'm really trying to put my guys on. Like, I don't know why he's really yeah. trying to put his guys on. Like, don't don't <laughs> put me out, but you got to look at Birdman, like Biz Markie, and that, like cats like that. Mm-hmm. You, you can't look at them as like, you know what I'm saying? Biz Markie is a goat, but he wasn't that. He was clowning. he wasn't super lyrical. Yeah, no, no he. You know he. I saying? mean, most of the shit was freestyled off the top of his yeah, head. He, like, a, he doesn't he wasn't really like. A big, and shout out to Biz Markie. Get well soon, Biz Markie, because I know he's been dealing with a lot yeah, of fucking man. health Get well issues. Soon, bro. Get well soon. Um. So for mine, then we're kicking it at a totally different uh, fucking <laughs> angle here. Um. So. Last, like, as I said, I like to keep it themed within the months, and I wanted to explore some rock albums this month. So I fucking went all the way back to uh, 1967 with the very first Doors album. It's Ooh. a self-titled album, and I've always been a giant fan of the Doors. Uh, Jim, Jim Morrison's Morrison. the shit. I'm a big fan. They're probably one of my favorite American rock bands ever. Um, and, you know, I haven't really spent a lot of time with the the, the self-titled album. I'm more of a fan of, like, um, L.A. Woman and um, Morrison Hotel. So kind of wanted to explore this album some more. And it's fucking awesome, man. It's It's got a lot of huge songs on there for them. Um, Light My Fire was a big record off there for them. The End was a big record off there for them. But, um, yeah, if you're unfamiliar, um, you've probably been living under a rock. So I'm not even, I don't have to talk too much about The Doors. I'm just going to play you a little bit. And I think I'm going to go with a little bit of Alabama song because this song's pretty tight. Um, here's the Alabama song by The Doors. <laughs> Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. This was like very experimental for the time, too. We don't find the next whiskey bar. I tell you. Die. I tell you we must die. I tell you, I 
That's a little bit of uh, Alabama song by The Doors. Um, that album is fucking super trippy. And one thing I really like about The Doors is like they they always have like a specific sound because they didn't have an actual bass player. Ray Manzarek, their keyboard player, would do the bass lines on the keyboard while he was also playing. So it always kind of had like an organ kind of yeah, feel man. to the bass that's lines dope. and shit that's, to that's it. That's a so. real musicianship. Right? Yeah, that's for dope. sure. That's Y'all want to hear know. what I'm picking out of that record? And I don't want to think sound crazy, but the reverb. Yeah, yeah, the reverb is super yep. tight on no, it. No, yeah. it's just like how it bounces with the track. Yeah, that yes. shit that you it know pops. What that reminds me of, though. Today's style. You hear a mm-hmm. lot of heavy yep. reverb mm-hmm. in a lot of today's music. Yep. That was the first thing that like popped in my mind. It's like this the the just the sound of it kind of rep, re- represents, you know, what's going on now in a slight way. Because mm-hmm. like listen to hip hop like real grimy shit, like that's the style of beats. Right. That's that's the, mm-hmm. the yeah. feel. A, a lot of rock bands are you know? doing that too. Like we talked about, like uh, like Gojira, for instance. Like Gojira is pretty much like the Metallica of like this era for the most part, as far as like hype and you know stuff like that. They use a lot of like that, and then Greta Van Fleet's another one that's mm-hmm. been doing like that reverby style, like rock for a minute too. Well, that's back. kind of the reason why yeah. I like to explore like older music too, because I like to like try to find like different like shit that I've heard sampled before, or like songs that I think will be tight. Like, man, you could totally like take this little section right here and sample it today, or like you know flip this part right here. So I kind of always love doing shit like that. By the way, one thing I did not ask y'all about when we were doing the interview part. Uh, friendly fan, uh, fan. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> friends and family entertain, or family and friends entertainment. Yeah. I want to talk about that and out of nowhere entertainment. Just oh, how did it definitely. came to be? That's that's the one thing I forgot to mention. I want to talk about it a little bit, just like the origins and everything like that. Real quick. Oh, word up, word up, word up. Cool. We'll get into that after something new. Something new. That's okay. Right. Cool. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Because I didn't want to cut you off. No. That, that's all. Like that's that. all but, I had yeah. for the doors. Uh, right. You. Fe- I wanted to kick it over to you guys to give you guys an opportunity to talk about some old shit that you've been listening to. If you got oh. something. Yeah. Push you on the spot. I mean, I gotta. I mean, let me see what old shit. It could even be I your actually, own old shit. I don't even care. No, no, no. <laughs> actually, this is. I've been. I've been banging. I've been banging this shit like every day. Billy Paul, huh? Yeah. Oh, that is a classic okay, yeah. '60s fucking album cover look. <laughs> you know you banging. got it when you're laying down the on the album circulate. cover, man. <laughs> I've been banging this like every day. It kind day, of reminds bro. me of like Michael, like the what was it the not thrill was it the Thriller album where he was just laying down like that? I think so. Yeah, well, yeah it's, I think there's, so. There's a Thriller, there's a Lionel Richie one. There's like that's a classic. Tech Nine did the Killer Luther one. Luther Vandross did that. Yeah. Like. But that that song is um I think Jay Dilla probably sampled that the best. Um, Let the dollar circulate. But um, Jeezy sampled it too. Whoever producer did it for Jeezy, he did it too. But what was the name of that album? Um, I don't know. That's just a single. Oh, okay. So I'm not sure the what name was of the, the song? album. I'll play that. The Should song is um, "Let the Dollar Circulate." Oh, the album is "When Love Is New" by Billy Paul, though. Okay. But the song is "Let the Dollar Circulate," and that's shit. 1975. Shoot me one of them, damn. You already know Let what the it dollar is, bro. You already know what I'm about to say. You already know, bro. What? One of them joints. I'm chopping. You already know, man. Here's a little bit of Let the Dollar Circulate. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is. Why ain't Ben sent me this, nigga? Uh, I, I did. I, well, <laughs> did. I, I don't know if I, I. I don't think I did send this to you because Jay Dilla did it. He did it on Donuts. Did. Did. Yeah. Did. Yeah. Good message too though, like 
the, 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 the message is like cold. It's kind of what's going on right now, though. I'll say my old joint, you know, because I just went through my playlist, Mob Deep, man, the I infamous. Knew, knew Deep, the infamous. That stays in my five CD changer in my car. Like, I knew you was going to say that, that's, bro. That's like, that's that's like one of the- That's a classic album, yeah. man. And, and oh what's crazy God. is like, I got friends with Steve Sola on Facebook. Steve Sola is the dude who recorded It Was Written. He recorded murder music. He was the engineer on it, and he'd be like showing mad pictures and stories about Prodigy, and it just oh, be dope. Man. And then I got That's to chop dope. it up with Flea Lord a couple. Ooh, of, really? About, yeah, I love yeah. Flea Lord, man. Shout Flea Lord. Lord I got yeah, to chop man. it up with Flea Lord and his partner about a month ago, and he was telling me how like straight up and down Prodigy put him on. Mm -hmm. He was like Prodigy, you know, really put me on, and you know. Prodigy daughter, she got a new song out with Bodie James from Detroit, bro. Yeah. Oh man, Santana Bo yeah. Fox. What? Yeah, I didn't yeah. Know yeah. Bodie James with Griselda, right? Yeah. yeah, and yeah. and that's really Prodigy daughter. At first, I thought it was some bullshit, but then I look, I'm like, no, that's really. Flea Lord's really got a whole project about uh, Prodigy. I think it's called Prodigy. Man, I can't, I'll, I'll tell y'all off the pod what Flea Lord said he got coming. Oh, man. Bro, man. Did I, you I ain't going to say it. Uh, Flea Lord put out fucking 13 albums last year, I think. Jesus it was fucking 13? crazy. Something like bro. that. He put out, like he album, put out an album every month, month yeah, bro. It was crazy as fuck. He put out an album every month, and I'm and I'm going to keep it funky, bro. Like... 75 to 85% of that shit was fire. And, and a it's couple nuts. of times he did some shit that, at first I didn't catch it. You know like how we'll do a song, right, and like you might be waiting for me to put a verse on it. Mm -hmm. He put like, it seemed like unfinished songs together, but they didn't feel like unfinished songs right. because I listened to it, and then before you know it, I'm like, wait a minute, the beat been playing for like a minute. Mm -hmm. And it's just a beat, but I've been so off into the zone that it didn't even bother me. You know what I'm saying? I'm wondering saying? if they're so, gonna make him an official Griselda guy because I know who? like Flea Lord because he's yeah, like yeah. he's always hanging around him them and, guys. Uh, him and Stove God. Who's cooks. the other guy? Sto yeah, I'm gonna say Stove yeah. God Cooks is the other guy. Stove, yeah, I would say Stove yeah. God. Yeah. Stove Fire. Yeah. Stove is fire, bro. Mm -hmm. he, he's, he's got a whole. He had a real underrated yeah. album last, last year. year. He had one Which of the best one, albums of the year. Rock. The one with Rock did all the beats. That was I that was so, dope. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah, that was the uh, that's pilot. that's the one with the red jump mm, where he yeah, looked like a zombie yeah, on it. Yeah, 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 that was that was fire. Rock did all the beats on that one. 
Man, shout out Rock Marciano, man. Shout out Rock. Yo, have you heard Peter Rosenberg's album? Yes. Oh, I did. It's really? all over. They're all over Did you shit. listen to it yet, though? No, I have not. I didn't listen to the whole one. It's I just phenomenal. listened to him on the West Side. It's okay. phenomenal. Okay. Shout out okay. Vel the Wonder, too. He's got this girl, Vel the Wonder, from the West Coast down there that is fucking phenomenal, bro. Going back to Prodigy, did anybody, didn't y'all ever hear, the, and this is unrelated to music, but the story about Prodigy hanging out with Lindsay Lohan? No, <laughs> no, I have no, not. I think I that bro. shit is hilarious. Is it in his? Is it in his book? Is I think it's book? in his yeah, book. Yeah. yeah, I think I did hear about. Yeah, like, did you hear the story? No, before? I haven't. I'm, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> nah, man. So apparently, he goes to the bar or like some. I forgot. Like he got a text or something like that. No, he goes to the bar. And Lindsay Lohan like spots him. He How, goes, "Hey, what? come up to the VIP." No, section. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and then he had to like, I guess he had to pay for like some drinks or some shit like that. But he realized he had no money in he account, no money. so he had to call his accountant to like switch over <laughs> from like the actual like money he the real money he made to like his actual personal bank account. So he switched it over, went over there, and was partying with Lindsay Lohan all night. Is Lindsay I Lohan sh- like a secret hip hop head? <laughs> that I, didn't know. I, rec- I don't even know. I would recognize Prodigy in a crowded bar. Like, a lot yeah, of I probably would. Secret but like, hits, <laughs> maybe man. so. Kind of like that. <laughs> um, before we move on from that, I want to play a little bit off the infamous. I want to play Eye for an Eye with Raekwon. And I love that song. <laughs> love that dope. joint, man. I did a lot of dirt to that, man. Oh, my God. This whole album on a production sandboy shot of Havoc, bro. This Havoc, is so one cool. of the most. I, do, I can't say that shit. Either. No, you're good. As time goes by, an eye for an eye. We in this together, son, your beef is mine. So long as the sun shines to light up the sky. Together, son, your beef is mine. As time goes by, an eye for an eye. We in this together, son, your beef is mine. So long as the sun shines, the light up the sky. We in this together, son, your beef is mine. So let me start from the beginning at the top of the list. Know what I mean? Have situation like this. Another war story from a thirsty young hustler. Won't trust her, I'd rather bust her. And leave you caught for the cops to discover. Well, I'll be bipping in the Range Rover. Jewel like Liberace, you watch me while Jake's trying to knock me and lock me. But I'll be on the low, sipping Asti Spumanti. Niggas try to creep on the side of my teeth. Stuck the heat through the window, rock the ass to sleep over a three pack. It was a small Yo, Larry June and, uh, and Bull, the older styles of Prodigy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I keep hearing about Larry June, oh, man. I'm not here. Oh my god. <laughs> you heard us, bro? West Coast. He don't. Uh, yeah, he's from, yeah, he from uh, the Bay. Yeah. Okay. No, Larry June is the man, bro. I uh, he, he pro- the Orange Print that just came out. He that's probably one of my top ten favorite albums so far this year. Okay, I'm a rat. On bro. top of that, he dropped like three or four projects last year. Yeah, he <laughs> like, he he's the mo- one of the most consistent guys like out right now. I love Prodigy because he can rap at a super slow tempo and it's still so fucking captivating and like you're just hanging on every word yep. that he says, Brody, man. Like man. there's few albums I think in hip hop that are completely flawless, and I think The Infamous is completely yep. fucking flawless. Like there's not an album that it f- makes you. Feel Feel cooler riding around like listening real, to in the though. car. <laughs> and, just, and to your point, uh, Price of Tea in China was probably one of my favorite albums. That's just hard. Me too. Yeah. That's right. Vince Staples. All I'm gonna say is, yeah, man, Bodie cousin called me yesterday. Oh yeah. Shout out to Jay. And was like, he said the day before last, they were sitting in the ride listening to my beats, and he was fucking with him. So I was, I was like, Ooh. he went, it was at my daughter's birthday party. He was there when he called yeah. me. I was like, yeah. don't play with me, cuz. Next time you're on the podcast, you're gonna be back with Boldy sitting next man, to you. Shit. Like, I wish, man. <laughs> I'm the new in-house producer for Griselda. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say I, I can't give y'all this little bit though. Havoc did do a beat for some cats in Detroit. Oh yeah, and I heard it, and it's dog. It's fire. 
He's so Can you good. say who? Havoc. I can't say who. Uh, until they Havoc is fucking but, fire as yeah, a producer. Yeah, yeah. Bro. Really All I'm going to say is a, a, a MC that everybody knows of here hooked up with some other MCs that's like really, really prominent from the West Coast, and they got some shit cooking. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I like that because I think there's kindred spirits between the West Coast and Detroit, like especially yeah. the Bay Area. The Bay Area and Detroit, yeah. I mean, who's it? E40 said that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, he said just, that, yeah, a while ago. You yeah. definitely hear like a similar sound in between them. Yeah. But, I think um, that's why, like, say for instance, like a Larry June, for instance, plays yeah. so well with like payroll. Mm-hmm. Like, it just works for out. Sure. Because or they, why so, payroll's new fucking album sounds so good with all them yeah. West Coast beats yeah. and <laughs> shit. Like, that's We were so just good. talking about that, like, off air, yeah. Yep. But anyways, since we got a lot of uh, something news to move on to, we're going to move on into that segment um, because there was some fucking fire-ass music that came out um, this week. I got on my doc, I'm going to keep it to four of them, (laughs) even though that seems like a lot. But I got two R&B albums that came out that I love and two hip-hop albums that came out that I love. I think I know one of your R&B albums. Yeah, you probably do. In fact, I definitely know what it is. Uh, We start start with me? Yeah, you can start it off. (sighs) I'm going to see where I can go with the one you're unfamiliar with. (laughs) Yeah, all right. I know the two. I know the two hip, like the two rap albums you're gonna go with. Yeah, for sure. You know what? You know I'm. St- I'm gonna go with Mariah the Scientist off the rip. Okay. Is, is that? Okay. Is that? Was that one? No. No. Okay. It's thank not. God. All right. <laughs> Just want to make sure. So the reason I'm familiar with Mariah the Scientist is actually a credit to Joe Budden's podcast because that's how I actually heard about her in the first place. Real dope R and B artist. I never really like listen, listen in depth until then. I've always heard like snippets here and there. She's kind of fine too. The, <laughs> no nah, man, she got a real good voice. Like she's dope, man. She got young thug on here. Yeah, young. Yeah, features from Young Thug, Little, little baby. baby, and yeah, Young Thug and Little Baby, the two I never features. No nah, man, she her album cover, uh, Rai Rai, uh, Riri World. Check that out. Oh, okay. Yep. I like how she's got a track on here called Impalas and Air Force oh, Ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> track. She starts off the album like that. Where she's where's she from? Ah, uh, I don't know. Actually, I'll look that up real quick in a minute. Find that out. What song should I play while you look that up? Let's go with the one. You know what? Let's go. Actually, I like R.I.P., man. But we can go Impiles and Air Force One. Play that R.I.P. Because now now, now you you like R.I.P., so I'm like, I got to hear that. I like the name of Impiles and Air Force One. The song is great, though, too, but R.I.P. was dope. I got to say this, man. R.I.P. to my Uncle Rod, man. He just passed yesterday, man. R.I.P. to Tony Young, too, man. Yeah, R.I.P. Tony Young, man. Big pillar in the NBR community, man. R.I.P. Tony Young, man. He's a good guy, man. Uh, Mariah Scientist is from Atlanta. Oh, okay. Yep. All right, here's a little bit of R.I.P. out of Mariah the Scientist off her album. What's the album called, E-Man? Oh, Rai Rai World. Yep. Right. Riri World? Rai Rai World? Rai Rai yep. World, I think. Oh, she's also, uh... Oh, she... Oh! Oh, that's how I knew of her. She was signed with Tory Lanez. And he, uh. she got poached. I remember that story. <laughs> that's what it was. Okay. Oh, wait, this is the wrong one. This is him. That was the, oh, that was her. Okay. If we can live forever, baby, it is now or never. And if not, then I guess I'll see you in heaven. Cause I'm speeding on my way home from 11. And I dream to be a fool. That way you Cause I know 
Kind of got that like uh, Janae Aiko kind of vibe, kinda, like that kind of spacey yeah, R and B shit. I forgot about that. So she, w- I forgot what label she was re- originally, but then she, I know she left that label to go to Tory Lanez as uh, was that that one under umbrella or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was a whole question when Tory Lanez had his shit with Megan Thee Stallion and stuff yeah. like that, like how his artist career was gonna go and everything. But I guess she's putting out the album, so that's good to hear. So, yeah. yeah. I forgot I forgot she was like out. under that. But yeah. That was dope though. Yeah, yeah I like I like, I like the production on that record. Yeah. yeah, I did too. Um and since we went with since you went with R and B first, I'm gonna stay in that lane. Um and I'm gonna go with an artist who I've been waiting on this album to come out for a minute because she's been featured on a couple of songs. She was on a Daniel Caesar song that I really liked, and she was on a song by Bad Bad Not Good that I really liked. And but she only had like EPs out, and she finally you about to walk in the snow. Oh uh, no, this is oh. not snow. This is uh, an artist named Charlotte Day Wilson. Oh okay. She is a singer out of uh, Canada, I believe. I'm not sure exactly where. In Shout out to Canada. Yeah, and she has got like. You don't hear too many white women with this tone of voice. Oh. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. It's like her and Adele. I was about to say, that's, <laughs> so she, that's what she already yeah. got me thinking It's like about. super warm and buttery. Okay, for sure. I like that. I, I'm actually downloading that shit right now. Right, right, world. This song's actually featuring Bad, Bad, Not Good. So here is Charlotte Day Wilson featuring Bad, Bad, Not Good. It's called I Can Only Whisper. How can, how can only whisper? Her name is Charlotte Day Wilson. Charlotte Day Wilson. I actually gotta look that up. Yeah, I thought about another uh, white girl with a voice. I forgot about her. Casey Hill. I can only whisper. Casey Hill. Uh, Casey Hill. I've never heard of Casey Hill. Uh, she was on Nine Hundred Two One Zero with Travis Scott. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's that. Uh, she has a bunch. She's uh, she was under good music for a minute and stuff like that too. Oh, okay, but, yeah. nice. Bad, bad, not good, man. Bro, they are so dope, man. man. Sure I love that band. <laughs> they dope. They got that whole project with Ghostface Killer too. That's super yeah. crazy, Charlie man. Day <laughs> ah, bro, that's right. Yeah, that project is dope. Yep. I like them. I like Kate Trinata too. Kate Me Trinata too. God, he's awesome. Yeah. He's one of my he's, favorite he's artists. Super dope. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Um, but yeah, so that's my first something oh, new out of Toronto. <laughs> Yeah, dope. yeah, she's Toronto. That's probably how she linked with Daniel Caesar. I think Daniel Caesar's from Toronto too. Yeah. These Canadians um, killing it. Yeah, that's for sure, yeah. bro. Yeah, that's for sure. Drake ushered it in for him, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drake, no, it wasn't Bieber. Yeah, Drake yeah. and Bieber, both of yeah. them. Yeah. But now let me kick it over to you, fellas. You guys got some new uh, albums that you're listening to? Uh, I guess the new single right now. I'm, uh, what am I bumping right now? The newest thing I downloaded was um, Diamonds from Davies. 
Oh, they released, shit. They, they released a single from him and Harry Fraud. It's okay. called Diamonds. It's just dope. Let me look that one up because I love Davies. Someone, who was that? Someone was just. Excuse me. Someone was just talking about, he was like, I feel so lyrical, you could call me Dave, or something like that. Oh, Someone J. Cole. It was a J. Cole, yeah. that's what it yeah, is. My last release sounded like it was a release from David East yeah, or something, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. Uh, what, do, what, do, what do you purchase these from? Like, I'm, 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 I might get a pack. Oh, it was a liquor store on the, it was on the corner. Uh, that, that sells these? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm bro, I did not know that he had a new single out of Harry Fraud. Hey, if you want to go for it, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to get a pack on the way home. <laughs> yeah, All right. Good for the environment, too, with the fucking the biodegradable, little biodegradable fucking little thing, too. Yeah, Here's yeah, a little bit of diamonds out of Dave East and Harry Fraud. Harry Fraud does not miss, by the way. Bro. This man. Yeah. No, bro. he does not. All the shit he does with currency. <laughs> This is dope. That's all I do. That sample right over your ass. I said everything to you. This is what he needs, bro. This is what Dave needs. I never benefit. Bought it by the brick. Sold it by the rock. The blueprint on while I'm fucking. Got a throwing up the rock. I'm talking diamonds. Young nigga pouring wine. Knocking fillers hanging. Or maybe Donnie Hathaway. Used to wish I could kick it, fuck school, I got a trap today Ain't care what mama think, I felt like Tom Hanks on Castaway Package landing Wednesday, trying to get it all by Saturday Even better by Friday, Frank Sinatra, this my way We do them like the mom, clip them, backing out his driveway You ain't been nervous, till you had narcotics on the highway I've been an outcast, I grew up like Andre, 3,000 in my pocket I know they hate on me, but somehow, I'm always the top always the top you talking about shit, I'm always gonna pop it. Designer fits, I'm always gonna rock them. Just trying to make a profit. Niggas hated on my pockets. Like when Harden went to Texas, niggas hated on the Rockets. Like when KD went to the Bay, niggas hated on the Warriors. We chased Bro, I love Davies. Speaking of which, what it just reminded me of, I, it's not in my something new this week because I just found out that it came out, so I haven't even had time to listen to it, but Style, Style Speed dropped a new album. Ghosting. So. Oh, my. <laughs> I gotta listen. Bro, Ghosting is... I love Styles P. I think he's in Ghost my. He, I, he should be in more people's like top fifty rappers for sure. I think he's in my. He might be in my top twenty. Somebody else. Um, they were mentioning three albums. Um, Ghosting. They were mentioning this one, waiting for this one. And somebody named. I'm not a, I'm about this person. IDK. Yeah. He's oh, IDK. Oh, talked about. IDK had one of the best Yo, albums. He's probably so of this, cold, bro. Like past few months. Conceptual, straight up. He's been out for a minute. Conceptually, too. dude, the way that he, uh, it's... I mean, we might as well just fucking talk about it because that's yeah, what we got both about. Nice, something new anyway. IDK is the man, So like, IDK is so, from PGA, Maryland. Um, okay. He's He kind of got like popping from like doing these weird concepts. Like his first concept album he did called The Empty I, Bank where he had like... Literally, like, this dude dressed up like Ben Franklin on a noose, like, that he would carry around with him and do interviews with him and shit, and the whole album was about money, and, like, in every facet of it, like, being rich, being poor, like, everything in between, and, like, so he always has these real clear concepts with his shit, so he got a little, like, hype built around him. I got, like, hip to him from, uh, what was it, I Was Very Bad, yeah. that album. Yeah, like, that he album's had, like, crazy. like, this whole, like, jail theme about, like, a prisoner getting released or yep. something like that. That shit was cold. Like, yeah. And, no, like, it's, it's about, from- it's, so it's about... A prisoner getting released? It's just like how life after prison and stuff like that. That's that, dope, yeah. bro. That's oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to check that. Dude, bro, and then listen to yeah, this. I got to so, check that. Bro. I check is that. a man. And bro, I got to shout, shout out Doc Illingsworth, who's a fucking dope-ass producer from Detroit. He's on Mellow Music Group. He produced a track on this album, and it's featuring J Electronica, West Side Gun, and Ooh. MF Doom. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you, you yeah. got to get hip to IDK, man. What? <laughs> yeah. 
Somebody from Detroit produced for Doom? I don't know what to do. It's crazy. It's crazy. I quit, man. I quit. Okay, so you got, yeah, Westside Gun, MF Dude, Jay Electronica, you got Lucky Dave, you got Surf, Sway Lee, Rico Nasty, you got Slick Rick on this album. And the song was the song was Sway Lee. The song was Sway Lee. Wow, Sway Lee and Rico Nasty is produced by the Neptunes. Yeah. Uh, bro, this guy got young, it. Young plug yeah. in offset. He's yeah, got no, Slick Rick on here, yeah. bro. You say yeah, Surf <laughs> on Slick Rick was Slick fire Rick, yeah. on good. No, Surf? Huh? He, who, who was, you say he's Surf on there? Uh, No, nah, he got... I thought you said Sue Surf on there. No, nah, who was it? Offset, you got Young Thug, okay. Rico Nasty, Seven, Seven Streeter. That's okay. What okay. He's so crazy. That song was awesome. Oh, yeah. It was wild as hell, too. Everybody was shotting him out like his album dropped. Like, I was what going through my... Yeah, IDK. Who is this guy? Should I play the West? Yeah, should I play Red? Red yeah. Here's Red. This is the one produced by Illingsworth. Shout out Illingsworth. He's a good dude. Um, yeah, here's Red featuring West Side Gun, MF Doom, and Jay Electronica. So I love this hook too. Yeah. West Side sounds awesome. Hey yo, bitch, you ain't never been naked on the seashore. Put money on your head, spin a rest up in Dior, Paris. Me and Dorsey sitting front row, elephant drum on the forty shit dump, bow hole in your forehead. Talking jumper, I'm feeling like shot. I might shoot a one note. Please, no sparkless baby, I'm a legend. Standing on the couch, ace bottle in a desert. Riddle me this, riddle me that. Got the whole world and why we exist finally mapped. The rich kids get all the girls and all the ass. While the broke boys walk with the world, kicking they back, yeah. She says she want a five-star meal. Yeah. If it come with head, then it's a five-star deal. She said, shit, she just tried to hit me with a slap. I blocked my face with my hand, now it's a dap. No strings attached, I ain't trying to be a puppet, you heard. I'd rather be stung by bees than be fucking with birds. I say this shit all the time until I'm touching the curves or till it's time to pet the pussy like purr. Fecto, her fur, <laughs> Petro, her heels, Dries. Don't fuck up the dress code. She don't need a nigga for shit. She got her own, but if he say he's trying to pay, she like, I ain't saying no. Roses are red, violets are blue. Do you want me for money? He found out when she said, I do. Too late. The pussy game, too great. The pussy game, too great. The pussy game, too great. Roses are red, violets are blue. Do you want me for money? He found out when she said, I do. Too late. The pussy game, too great. The pussy game, He's on the chorus. And Speaking of big time, let's say, and we come full circle. What? And we come full circle. That's another reason why I went back to this. <laughs> this is dope, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I just came to Atlanta, bro. Hey, they did your shit better than you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Showboat, yeah. getting All right, we can't play the whole thing. We can't play the whole thing. Doom, baby. Uh, I, gotta, I do love this song. I know the producer. <laughs> Getting greedy, uh, getting needy, uh, doing stunts for the media, clowning serious. Bad bitch, yeah, dude, it's I'll hard. Jay's got the Jay Electronica finishing it off. The whole album, dude, like it even starts off crazy. Like, listen to the like, just how it intros. That's like, fire, man. Shout out to Emma's work. It even man. comes in crazy. <laughs> you know, it's just like right off the rip, bro. It's just like. Do, 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 do. 
goes right into like a police. I don't want to play too much of this album. Probably won't get flagged for this episode. But it goes like right into a po- dude. The whole thing like it just it's like it's so fluid. If I I guess is a good way to describe it. Like everything just flows so. No, you know, together, uh, shout out to Mike Dean on the engineering. Yeah, man. yeah, he did. Yeah, he makes and mastered oh, it for sure. Wired up. Experience. That's what we. Yeah, exactly. I love experience. Nah, man, I've always and sure. I talk about this all the time. I am a huge sucker for concept albums. Yep. Like, I love concept albums so much. Me too. IDK is. Yeah, IDK is that dude for sure. And uh, you know what really fucking floored me? We'll, we'll have to, I'll have to just send it to you guys after this. He did a cover of Frontin' by Pharrell oh, with like up. this fucking choir and shit and like all these like women playing string instruments. And I'm like, this man can sing like this too? Like, fuck, dude. Yeah. Like, it's another n- phenomenal. Uh, kind of like, um, damn, man. Hold on. Dragon Ball Do-Rag. I just oh, I forget. Oh, Thundercat? Thundercat? That's my, yeah. Thundercat's <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thundercat's Thundercat awesome, too. Awesome, so. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. But yeah, shout out to IDK. Um, let's I just see. I mean, we, are we going to roll into Vince? Yeah, we can roll into Vince next. Yep, that works. Um, Vince Staples by Vince Staples. Fucking he does not get enough. No, sure Vince Staples don't get enough love, man. Man, come on, man. Like, this is what I love what? about him. I love that he. So we just had this conversation, and like, I'm not like huge on the Migos. I think some of their shit is tight, but yeah. I feel like a lot of it sounds very similar. And like, each project has sounded kind of in the same grasp or grasp of each other. This is what I love about Vince. Every fucking project sounds different with Vince. Yep. The yeah. production this is, is like completely all, like, different on every fucking project. Lo-fi. Yeah, yeah, it's like this, very yeah, downplayed yeah. and like a more like a softer side of yeah. Vince. Like yeah. even though the lyrics can be real like cutting and like hard as hell, but like yeah, it's like a softer. That, the content to never it. changes. Right, exactly. Never. Like, exactly. He, he's yep. still on the same shit yeah. every project. Right. Just the sound too. And I shout out Kenny Beats. I think he did the whole thing. Did he uh, do the whole Kenny project? Beats. I know he did the first Beats. few. Yeah. I don't know if he did the whole yeah. thing. Fire. Fire. Um Let's see, what's a good track? Shout out to The Cave, too. I love that show. Yo, yeah. and, and shout one, out. What is that? Can he beats The Cave? He has oh, his own man, show, YouTube so series. I'm going to check oh, it out. He's got this yeah, show, right? So, so they'll, like, make a, yeah, like, yeah, they'll pretty much, like, make a song, like, in the studio, and then they'll perform it. Like, I know Denzel Curry was on oh, there. They Isaiah had, Rashad was Isaiah on Rashad, there. Like, I'm yeah. glad he's back, too, man. Yeah. Like, I'm glad. It's Ooh. tight. They Isaiah, have, like, uh, yeah. The whole thing is where they have like 15 minutes and they make like a beat and like he'll make the beat and then he'll write a verse while he's making the beat and they do it like super quick and on the spot and then they perform it at the end. It's pretty yep. tight. That's, um, that's dope. But I want to shout out also on this album um, is Fouché, who is an awesome ass artist. Um, and I'm going to play the song with her. It's called Take Me Home featuring Fouché. She's like a real dope, like kind of like a weirdo R&B chick. But I don't know. You'll hear her in a second. Here's Take Me Home by Vince Staples and Fouché. Yeah. 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 I don't wanna die, but I will for the cause. Following my pride, locked in pills, y'all be off. I hate when you hide, but you hate feeling lost. I hate every time that you ask, can we talk? Tell me what I did now, drying off your tears now. Fighting for some years now, something gotta give. I don't wanna rebound, I just wanna sleep sound. Don't wanna dream about the shit I done did. You know these trips come with baggage, been all across this atlas. But keep coming back to this place, cause they trapped us. I preach what I practice, these streets all I know, and it's no place like home. They take me home like I clicked my shoes I'm up the prices got high They say we do sense I'm fine I got no sense of I vibe like ooh, 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 Only a bye-bye Oh, man. 
I fucking love the next verse, dude. I want to play yeah. it so bad. <laughs> Her voice is real strong. Yeah, I, man. I, I like that. I yeah, like she's that dope. I think right now would do Vince some justice. Like the era of music we in right now, I think he'll get a little bit more light shined on him than he would maybe 10 years ago. And I think he deserves it, because quite honestly, in my opinion, he's doing shit just as creative as Tyler the Creator, and there is a million fucking, there is so much buzz around fucking Tyler, so I think Vince deserves that, too. I that album, bro. I I I I love that album. I do, too. I I, I love it, man. I love it. Here's the thing. From the start, I've always been a big Eye Future fan. That's what I tell everybody. Like, Like, I've been fucking with them since... You know, like I feel like our future might be one of like the best collectives we've seen, yeah. like period, for the most part. I'll say like definitely in the top. Like, people get blinded three. by the weird shit yeah. though, but they're like, like the actual, Domo. Think of all the people that came KC, out of that camp. Domo, think of all the people like, that came out of that camp. You got Sid for the internet. You got Frank Ocean came yep, out of that camp. Yeah. Tyler Domo Genesis. Uh, you got Earl Casey, Earl Sweatshirt. Yeah, Casey Sweatshirt. Like, Taco's bro, doing his thing right now yeah, on TV. On they they get a good like come on man they dope they sure do they fucking yeah a lot of no our future is definitely one of my favorite and I like all those live recordings with the internet and Mac Miller are tight as fuck too speaking of which did you uh, did you see Tyler's uh, performance. He did on for Amazon. No, you were telling me about it. I haven't watched it yet. Though. Shit's dope, man. That's I, I've I've seen Tyler live once. I wasn't the big fan of it because it was around Goblin era. I cannot wait to see him at Bonnaroo though. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like was Goblin. Yeah. I like Goblin. Oh, yeah, Goblin was. I, that's, it was I, just, that's like the shit I like from Tyler. I like hearing it performing. It, it was it's just different. like this kid running around screaming on stage yeah, and stuff like that. He got yeah. so much better live though. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I think the and I can't say kid because he's like a month older than me. But <laughs> he's like a month older. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last one that me and E Man both had in common, and the last one that I have, period, was uh, Snow Allegra's Snow new Allegra, album. man. Uh, With two Tyler features, by the way. Yeah, she's super dope, man. I didn't, I didn't know she was from Sweden. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's Swedish. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, Snow Allegra's super dope. The album is called Temporary Highs in the Violet Skies. Um, Honestly, I think she's like as far as like classic sounding R and B goes. I think she's like one of the leaders of the she's pack. She's gonna be in that SZA like her like yep. bubble coming soon. She like, definitely is. I, and I, I think conceptually, this whole album is like real spacey and kind of that's kind of the best kind of R and B to me. It's like real trippy and and uh, I don't really know. I want to ask you guys a question on that after you play this. Song. Yeah, go ahead. I, I can wait till after. Okay, the, yeah. I'm gonna play. I'm actually speaking of him because I think this song is really tight. I like the song "In the Moment" featuring Tyler the Creator. So mm. here's a little bit of that on Snow's project. Do you mind if I try call apologize to you? Cause I something that I realized wasn't true. I'm sorry, baby. I'm emotional. You emotional. This is your fault. This ain't my fault. You listen when I say I care about you. You don't care about me. And I die for you. I die for you. I take the blame. I don't take the blame. Just hear me when I say I was in the moment. I ain't really mean what I said to you. So put away your pride, baby. We can work it out if you want. I just want to light up a joint right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. Y'all got to taste the music, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. But see, I, I can't. This is that's different than <clears throat> the question I was going to ask you guys. Okay. Look, that's so for shit, right yeah. there. Now, I think it's that 
I like the Rai Rai world. I like that. Right. But I think that is a lane of music. I agree. Yeah. I it's, think that's a whole lane. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of singers are doing that lane. Mm-hmm. That's different, though. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think oh, that's yeah. a little that's bit a whole different. different. There's, there's singers, and then there's singers. Sang. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can sing. So maybe not a question, and maybe just a comment, but to see if you guys agree with No, I totally that, agree. Right? I, I feel like there's, there's definitely R&B artists out there that... Um, rely on the production to kind of yes. carry it for them, you know, and like the their voice sounds nice on it, but real, it's not bro. like, you know, it's not yeah. right. That's nothing to write home yes. about. Like this is yes. like, damn, like you could listen to her over a beat that's barely there. And it's, if fucking... I can listen to you like without the beat, <laughs> then I, I would probably consider you a good mm-hmm. vocalist and not even to say that the Mariah, the scientist girl is not a good vocalist. Right. But I've just heard it. Right. Like, exactly. I see, I see where you got that from. Right. Like, that dude, shit's different. That though. shit is yes. different. So, like, that different. shit hits different. So, dude, it's interesting yes. that you bring that yeah. up, too, because yes. I was just... Have you guys seen the new show? It's on Netflix. It's a docu-series about music called This Is Pop. No. And, like, each no. episode uh, is... Oh. Like, the first one was about, like, boys to men and then, like, white boy bands coming in. The second one was about all about auto-tune. And, and in the auto-tune was, episode, yeah. they were talking about the guy that created the auto-tune <laughs> device, Roger. and he was, like, literally changed the fucking whole way the recording industry worked because instead of actually looking for talented singers like Mariah Carey's and like people that could go in the booth and just rip they didn't even have to do that anymore. Like, we don't even have to find singers. We can just find marketable, good-looking yeah. people. Yeah. Just the personalities. completely alter yeah, their voice yeah. with this auto-tune yeah. device. I mean, that's a part and, of it. You, yeah. you can be talented. You got to, like, sell yourself, though, as an artist. Though, but they were, like, it was wise. funny because they're interview producers, and they were talking about, like, the people they call aliens, and they were, like, people that would go in the booth, and you didn't even have to worry about no auto-tune shit. Like, Mariah Carey was one of them. They were talking yeah. about David Bowie being one of them. They were, like, all of David Bowie's shit, like, 95% of his music was done in one take and per him doing the entire song at once, you know, like not That's just doing dope. the verses, like wow. just performing the song once, never used auto-tune, none of that shit. I gotta, crazy. I gotta educate you youngsters out there, man. So when y'all doing these auto-tune records, <laughs> if y'all are not going into like places where you actually have sound checks, your shit gonna sound trash, mm-hmm. bro. Yep. You're going to sound so bad on stage that it can actually ruin a good song oh, yeah. because... Like and it, and it's a it's a give and take because like we seen uh we got a bunch of free tickets to go see Schoolboy Q and uh, Nav. Mm-hmm. When I seen oh, Nav, oh my god, I was at that show at the Fillmore. <laughs> I was at Bruh. that show. Bruh. Oh my god, Nav! I, thank you. You know what? Thank you <laughs> for uh, was it uh, Beebs in the Trap? That's yeah. It. That's, yeah. It. That's about it, no. bro. Now, now let me ask you this question because you was there when you seen him. Didn't it seem like he was like doing the Millie Vanilli? Like he was bro, <laughs> off in the mic. It was like, but, oh, but man. then he'll start yelling like, "Hey, hey!" And we like, okay, so you really singing? But when you start singing, <laughs> but it, I don't know if you really right. singing. <laughs> you know I was like, what? It was wild, man. It yeah. was wild. Uh, it's crazy, too, because they talk about it. Like, personally, I'm a big T-Pain fan. I like T-Pain. And um, they talk about he, – he's a focal point of the Auto-Tune episode. They talk about like how he experimented with it. And I think the reason he was so successful with it because the man can actually sing. And he, he, oh, yeah. and he learned did. how to – like he didn't just go and fucking use the Auto-Tune device. He met with the guy that made the, the Auto-Tune device. Yeah. And he learned yeah. everything a fucking about it. So he learned how to use this machine really well. And he's like, I didn't use it to fix my voice in singing normal. I wanted it to throw my voice off yeah. and sound crazy like that because I wanted to do something new. 
because I was rapping and singing, but there was a million motherfuckers that were rapping and singing. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Did you watch The Mass Singer when he won it, like the very first season of it? No, I didn't see the that. Very first, like, are you familiar with The Mass Singer? Yeah. All right, so T-Pain, spoiler for everybody out there, won the first season. He did. And he was the monster, and... Nobody knew it was him because everybody just recognized the auto-tune voice, but T-Pain can fucking sing. Sing his ass off, man. And that was the thing. It was was crazy, too. He said he went into like a really deep depression off the auto-tune thing because so many people were giving him so much shit. They were like, you fucked up music for... Yeah, he said Usher. Usher specifically. He said Usher came up to him on a plane and was like, you fucked up me. Shame on you, Usher. I was listening to Rory Moss podcast, and they were talking about that, and they were talking about like how... It's it's really unfortunate Usher sh- said that because Usher's literally been trying to catch like the young R&B oh, for sure. kind of sound for the past ten years. But I think there needs to be a little context offered there. I, I so I get what Usher was saying to him, and I don't think he meant it the way that it was perceived by T Pain. Yeah. I think what he meant is because after T Pain came out with that. Rappers start stopped using R and B people as much on their hooks because they could just fucking do it themselves mm-hmm. and throw a little auto tune on the yep. shit. <laughs> and one more thing, uh, auto tune was the only thing Hove didn't successfully kill. By the way, <laughs> 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 he tried. He tried. No, no, he tried. Jerseys. For real though, Death of Auto Tune was a hard ass song. It had that sweet ass jazz ass beat in it with the fucking horns. It was a good song. That shit was tight. That's 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 the thing. Like Manny Fresh said it. He said. Like when Cash Money came out with the bling bling, he said that was for us. We never intended for the world to go out and follow our lead. Mm-hmm. I, I believe the same thing with T Pain and I for sure. That right. cat, but it's like, okay, I'm about to do this. Like me and Dame use Bob Williams, right? One of the people that's featured on the tape. When he seen that we was using Bob Williams, that's how we got him on the tape. That's how we got Marv One on yeah, the shout tape. Out to Marv he, one, man. Yeah, shout out to Marv. Marv One. He was Marv like. Yeah. He seen it and was like, y'all beat me to the punch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we like, oh, well, shit, let, let, let's, let's get in the inbox real quick then, bro. Concept and bringing people into a, a concept of yes. um, um, experience. Like, I know that's what we was aiming for. Like, we seen Bob Williams, seen the interview, and was like, man, this is dope. And I was already aware of him. I kind of bugged the light with seeing it. Then we was like, bro, we just going to make the whole album like that. We're going to have him usher in the album, skits and everything. So... it's funny that you say that too about credit too because Payne he talks about that in the interview too where he's like you can tell he's salty with Kanye West because he's like I put this shit out he's like I put out my album that was all laced with auto-tune and you know, then the open doors opened for me, and I was it suddenly always. hanging out with people like Kanye. And I had Kanye in the studio, and I literally told him exactly how I came up with yeah. that album concept conceptually. And not even a month later, 808s and Heartbreaks comes out. That's a, that's, <laughs> he's like, he's like, he completely ripped that shit off my first artists. album. Yeah. You, you can't, you gotta be protective over your ideas and shit, and you gotta remember this about this industry, man. Everybody ain't your friend. Mm-hmm. Everybody is not like really on your side the way they say they on your side so that's why like when you in these studios like you can ask dame usually when they say like hey i want to put something nope i ain't even hurt nope yeah. i don't even want nope he's not really nope. in I don't want nobody. No, nope. keep the, the, no, they're, no. They're your friend when you Sorry. can have something to offer them. It's not even. <laughs> when you it's don't not have anything to about, offer it's them. It's not <laughs> even about that. Like with me, it's like it's got to make sense. It's yeah. like. Like I'm from the streets, they from the streets. We we lived a certain type of way, so like it's got to be authentic to what we're doing yeah. and what mm-hmm. we represent. Yeah. Like it, like it has to, everything has to make sense with me. It can't just be like oh we just doing it for the sake of doing it. It all has to have a, a end goal. You know what I'm saying? And yep. even if like 
we decide to go do some pop shit, bro. It's going to have ooh, it's oh, going yeah. to have an end goal. It's going to be a theme around it. You right. know what I'm saying? Because like when when uh what's what's the joint that uh Vince did the fish joint? Oh, big fish, fish theory. theory. Big fish yeah, theory. It's crazy. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No, because I didn't like that production. But I understood what he was doing. You giving us mm. some gangster shit just in a whole, a whole different, yep. different type yeah. of form yeah. that I have to, I even got to go back and revisit that album because that's like, you can't box yourself off into one type of thing yep. in order to be creative. Yeah. I literally just yeah. re-listened that's to true. it too. Um, and one of the things that like you were just saying about Big Fish Theory, the thing that I think is cool about that um, is he makes real street um, lyrics, but sometimes he'll do it over like he'll make something like really deep and thoughtful over like a party sounding yeah. beat. <laughs> it's like That's almost Vince. unintentionally getting in your head. You're like because you're rapping along, you're singing along with it. I've seen him perform that kind of shit at concerts, and you're like, look at all these people singing back that shit to him. The content <laughs> though is like, how many times can you hear somebody like, okay, we. This is one thing I tell people, like, people got to be aware. It's two different music industries. Like, we had one point in time where it was, like, fight the power, <laughs> you know, self-destruction. And then we had a usher into gangster rap with N.W.A. Mm -hmm. So gangster rap kind of took over. How much can you hear the same type of gangster shit? Bro? Right. Like, I'm going to shoot you up. Doo -doo 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 -doo. I mean, uh, to that credit, like, too, you also was a third one. You got, like, the party, like, the Humpty Dump. Do yeah, the, hump. the, party, the party shit, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, uh, Rapper's Delight. Was around yeah, that time. yeah, yeah. So, but just but, changing how you do it. Exactly. How exactly. Like, it don't have to be formats, done. Yeah. For sure. I for think sure. Jay-Z Jay is kind of responsible for that ushering in kind of that way, Big Daddy Kane, Jay-Z. Like, yeah. We street guys, but we don't rap on the same type of shit. Like, mm -hmm. we like to rap We're also real beats. cool. We can, talk, yeah, we can, we can show cool. you how cool we are. We like to use metaphors, and we mm -hmm. like to do this. So I think Jay-Z kind of ushering in that way, too, for yeah, I agree. artists to do that. Awesome. I agree. Well, we probably don't want to keep Eric here fucking all yeah, night Eric, long. we love so, you. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> before we play the last track, though, I want to give you guys an opportunity to plug whatever you want to plug, you know, your social medias, albums, whatever you want to Yeah, this is, out. I mean, the project right here, Bob Williams, um, that's the single, actually. Um, the, the official release date is 7-16. Um, we actually had opening up for Rod Rugged Man. Yeah, man. I want to say, like, how did that even come about real quick? Um, I just want to throw that out. So, Sin, basically, probably... <laughs> <laughs> he can give you more insight on that, but I know it's a connection through Sin. And we got, you know, they reached out to us, you know, heard some music, was like, you guys are kind of dope. Just like to open up for the, you know. Yeah, that'll be at the Crowfoot. Is it, are you guys playing the Pike Room, the Ballroom? Um, I think the Crowfoot, Pike Room. Okay. Pretty yeah. sure the Pike Room. That, that, the Acoustic Snap Place is dope. Yep. I played there twice. I love that spot. So it's, yeah. so it's, yeah. it's going to be dope. That's um 716 Pontiac to Crowfoot. 716, doors open up at, I think, like 6 or 7. I know we're going on at what, like 740? We go on at 740. Kind of go over uh, your situation about the RA, the Rugged Man. Oh, uh, so shout out. First off, shout out Big Mike and Jason, a professor of College of Hip Hop Knowledge from uh, Austin, Texas. So that's a, a label we distribute. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just seen the flyer and I'm like, oh shit, all right, coming to Pontiac. So I shared it. Jason seen it and was like, oh, Big Mike plugged in with the, you know, Booker Agency. If you want to get on, just highlight him. So I hit Mike. They gave us the info, shot him an email. He hit me back two hours later. 
And we was basically on the show. Oh, it was that simple. That's awesome. Just, just off the strength of, you know, what Big Mike did. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they made the call, and then we was on. That's what's Hell yeah. Right. I'm about to rip this on my computer, and we're going to open the podcast next week with this shit for sure. That's <laughs> wow. Um and then to close the show out, I was talking about her on, she opens uh, Rosenberg's album. I'm not going to play that track, but off her own album, this is a little bit of Vel the Wonder out of the West Coast. Um, this is a song called Finesse Hunter, and bro, this girl can spit. Um, so yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. We appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Yep. Here's a little bit of that for you. Do you like men? Do I like men? Oh, I love men. <laughs> sure. I blast holes off a gold touch. Rapid movement like a gold rush. Don't step to me if you don't know much. Y'all still trying to grasp my old clutch. Bitches see me get head to toe touch. Yeah. These raps is drowsy like Z Quill. Man, it's hard for me to keep still. Shardy get barred and take a beats pill. They make a hobby trying to beat real. If I don't body, I don't eat well. Yeah. My accolades through the roof. Yeah, I like to say stack financial aid through the booth. Man, these women like to pay for my truth, but I give it to Vivian for free. I live it so vividly, like picture me in Italy, eating Sicilian dishes, see Camillian bitches, comma, comma, Camillian switches. Never switch up crews, but my style did. Put my number dial dead, miles did, they more than what a wild did. Yeah. I'm breaking bank off exclusives versus top elusive bitches making a gang of excuses versus knocking two cents versus my noggin profit and off of two cents causing problems your verse is not an option nuisance yeah I got it from here buzz would he even share if he brought us a ham here cause if I gotta hear this toy story man this boy's boring and it sound like he having a light year does yeah. I'm that digital dope finesse. Hunter rep the West on the pistol grip pump connect wonder. 